Can you hear me? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, man. I don't know what happened last time. It must be just cut out or something, man. You're still pretty quiet, though. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are you recording on? Uh, my phone, man. Okay, well, you got the, the oldest Nokia or what? <laughs> no, I got an iPhone 6. Hey. Okay. Yeah, what's up, man? Yeah, what's good? Okay, man, this is good. So how's life, Josh? Uh, it's all right, man. It's... What are you up to? Life's shit at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I'm... Lockdown just, I think it's killed all of us, you know, like, me and Kane are stuck in Ipswich, like, but we're in the dead part of Ipswich. So. <laughs> yeah, the west part, the west side of town is dead, there's nothing there, but hey-ho, it is what it is. What about you, Josh? How, how's life in Wellington? Going well? It's so, so boring, man. So dead, man. You know what I mean? And, uh, man, I can't even hear you, Josh. <laughs> it's so, it's so, it's so boring. It's so boring. <laughs> You kind of whisper or something. What? Are the, are the people can, you, the house? can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, you can now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speak up, mate. Oh, my God. All right. Josh, what is the first topic? Can you... Yeah, I can hear you. My internet, my internet. It's so bad, man. <laughs> I can move. I can move. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. You need to go put your phone a bit closer to your mouth, isn't it? It's, it's literally as close as it can be. All right, yeah, that's good. That's good. It's the best we'll get. Okay. I'm going to work on something. I'm going to put something together. I'm going to get my uh, microphone. Yeah, I wanna, I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna oh, get you do that now, Josh. Uh, no, I'll do that next time. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, because Dylan, um, Dylan used to do YouTube, and he knows like good audio, and he said that he um, go on, Dylan, tell him about the one you had on Amazon. Yeah, so it's called like a lavalier microphone. It's the one where you like you clip it to like your t-shirt, like a small mic, and I paid like fifteen quid, and that like the quality difference was immense. Like it was so much better than just normal camera or like phone microphone audio yeah, actually, yeah that's good i actually got an actual microphone but my laptop i was supposed to use it today but it's not connecting to the internet today for some reason so i'm just like oh, i have to use my phone so oh no worries but anyway man let's just get into it man uh i guess the first topic is uh usc 252 man and i'll, I'll just basically just run down i'm not gonna do the whole card i'm just gonna do like the the main card and uh, we just talked about. Uh, was that the this? Are we talking about the Jorge Masvidal one? No, uh, no. Is the is Michael Chandler versus Oliveira? This is the one that's coming up, Dylan. Yeah, what two weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. The one which Jago Sanchez got kicked off. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Why is he happy with that story? Oh man, uh, I didn't read into it. I was just like, <clears throat> I was like, you know what happened? Yeah, I know what happened. I'll say so. Basically, they were at a fighter meeting. So all of the UFC analysts are there and they get to talk to the fighters to find out more about them. And, oh, yeah. and, and the UFC lawyer was there, Hunter Avalon, or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, that guy, Josh, Fa I think it's Josh, what's his name? Josh Fabia? Is that his name? Yeah, Joshua Fabia. Joshua Fabia. 
he was there like lecturing all of, all of the analysts about how they speak unfairly of Diego Sanchez and basically how like they're tarnishing his reputation and Kane we lost you yeah I, we can't hear Kane for some reason I think you might be an internet issue, right? Internet issue. No, no, Kane, we can't hear you. Hello. Oh, yeah, you're, yeah, you're good now. Oh, fucking hell. What would you do? What do you press? I don't know. I clicked it off. I was on Google Chrome. Why? but Stop touching it, bruv. Stop. Have you not got the app? Yeah, I got the app. Why are you on Google Chrome then? I was looking at the UFC. Oh, all right. Carry on, yeah? <laughs> we'll cut that bit out, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Okay. This is just a, a pilot, a prototype, yeah. So this is just the one we can fuck up now, but next week we'll come together with a uh, notes and actual like structure, yeah? Yeah. Okay, anyway. That Hunter Avalone, uh, Diego Sanchez and Joshua Fabia, they basically said how the UFC makes them sign medical agreements saying they're not injured to go into fights. But they're trying to say, oh, after his UFC career, he won't be able to claim medical because he said that he's healthy. Whereas, obviously, he's sustained injuries over like a 10-year career. And like, that's referencing the Mark Hunt lawsuit at the moment. So, in case you don't know, Mark Hunt is currently suing the UFC for injuries that he sustained whilst fighting in the UFC. And uh, the UFC is obviously sensing a lawsuit from Joshua Fabia so, no, but the thing is, yeah. in the meeting, they were so someone was recording it, and they were asking like really like, like borderline like legal questions. So they were trying to trap all the like the UFC commentators and like people to say the wrong thing, basically. And what they're basically the commentary because they say that the that the commentary was against Diego Sanchez, but do you remember like the Michael Pereira, Pereira, whatever his name is. Yeah. Like, just, do you remember the stance he had? He had, like, some really weird, like... Yeah. It was, exactly. Yeah. So everyone thought that was so odd, you know? But I just think it's weird. Oh, yeah, that's crazy, man. I feel like... I feel like with uh, Diego Sanchez... I feel like UFC are looking for any reason to get rid of him, to be honest. Well, he's, I mean, been there, be honest. he's been there for 16 years. They could have got rid of him a long time ago, you know? And like, you know how the UFC works is... um. The more fighters you have, the more, the more money you make. So if you look at Alistair Overeem, he was making, what, half a mil a fight? Yeah. Half a mil per fight. And obviously, he wasn't generating what they were paying him, so they had to let him go. And the same is probably for Diego. Like, let's be honest. Is he but top 15? Still, probably not. But they still paid him, even though they cut him. They paid him for the fight in two weeks' time. Oh, yeah, because he, he did his camp, and they decided to cut the fight, so they have to pay him, isn't it? They paid him fight and... And show money, wasn't it? They paid yeah, both show and win. So fair enough. Money. That's only because they like Diego, though. They hate Joshua, but they like Diego. So, yeah. Isn't he supposed to be fighting uh, Donald Cerrone? Yeah, he yeah, probably would have lost that too. <laughs> yeah, by knockout. <laughs> probably, yeah. Did you see when he came out with a flying knee? One of his recent. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's like um, the meme was like, "Oh, mummy, I want Masvidal." And the mum's like, oh, no, we got this instead. <laughs> but apparently, um, what was really concerning to like the UFC, um, I don't even know who it was. I don't even know who said this, but 
Fabia went up to the commission and said that he taught Diego the death touch. <laughs> Whatever that means, you know, like it's just this Fabia guy, he's like, they call him the, what's it, the school of self-awareness, but he's like apparently the least self-aware person. So he bit. doesn't realise he's destroying Diego's legacy and career. So Fabia, exactly. So Fabia's, uh, what, Diego's lawyer, I think. No, no he's just his mentor, manager and coach. coach. Oh, have you, Josh, you must have seen the video where he's chasing him around the ring with a knife. No, man, I haven't seen that, man. You haven't seen that? <laughs> yeah, basically, there's a video of, um, there's a few there's a few other UFC fighters there. I think it's Emil, Emil Meek. Meek, yeah, and a few others there. But um, you got Joshua Fabio standing in the centre of the ring saying, sorry, standing in the centre of the ring, literally holding a knife saying, run away, run away. And he chases them around the ring with a knife. Can you believe it? <laughs> because the idea is that like if you if someone's got a knife you're going to run for your life innit like yeah, you're not going to stand there and if someone in the octagon's like closing the distance the idea that you want to get away uh, I don't really get it escape, how can you escape someone with a knife in the octagon they're going to cut you <laughs> off aren't they why would they even have a knife in the octagon yeah, but that's the thing like it's, it's so dangerous to do it even in training like Exactly. You've got prize fighters that imagine how much Diego is worth, how much money he's made in his whole career. Imagine if something went wrong, you know? I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, it's nuts. It's crazy. Sometimes I feel like people are too tough for their own good, man. You know what I mean? Like, Sorry? I feel like people are too tough for their own good, man. Yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, let's talk about Chris Weidman. He's saying he'll be back in like eight to 12 months. But we all we can we can all agree that he's not going to fight in the UFC again because let's be honest, if that leg breaks again, he's probably going to lose it and the UFC will get a ton of backlash. I think uh, if Chris Weidman wants to fight again, he should just wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. <laughs> or do you can't wrestle no more, man. You know what I mean? Well, Josh, I mean, need to speak yeah. up, innit? Oh, can, you, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Not, not really. <laughs> Yeah, we can hear you, but it's just very quiet, that's all. Oh, yeah, I was just saying that uh, Weidman should have to wrestle, wrestle, wrestle when he comes back, you know what I mean? Yeah, you'll have to flip in the crawl. <laughs> no, more, no more leg kicks, man. No more leg kicks, man. I Sorry, I'll go. I'll go, yeah. But you know how uh, uh, the, the UFC brought in that... Um, I think he's a PFL fighter called Nick Newell or Bellator fighter. But he, that Nick Newell has one arm and then one short arm. And he fought on the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series and lost. But imagine if they brought in Chris, Chris Weidman with one leg. It'd be like the same thing, wouldn't it? Oh my gosh. That'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? <laughs> crazy, yeah. I remember when Chris Weidman was like the man. You know what I mean? Yeah, all American. Yeah. He beat Anderson Silva twice. Yeah. The problem with Chris Weidman, right, is wrestling is not good enough, right? And striking is very average. So oh, Josh, I can't hear you, mate. Can you hear me? You need to be, like, clearer. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. I was just like, I'm just like, Chris Weidman, I don't even think he can beat any of the top guys. You know, right? <laughs> Josh, you can't hear you, mate. Can you hear me? <laughs> Every time you say, can I hear you? Can you hear me? I can hear you. But then when you start talking, I can't. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Just put your phone a bit further away and talk louder. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. 
It's not very loud though, is it? Yeah. Josh, no matter what happens, you're, I can't hear you very loudly. <laughs> you've, got some, you've got some sad water in your microphone. Give me a sec, give me a sec, give me a sec. Do you have Amazon, Josh? Do I have what? An Amazon account. An Amazon account? Yeah. No, don't you don't buy from Amazon? I don't buy anything at all, man. <laughs> Mate, we need to level up. We need to uh, get some technology so people can actually hear us. Yeah, I agree. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, I'm in a better place. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, this is funny. What were we talking about again? Chris, Chris Weidman. But the thing is, I wanted I wanted uh Chris Wildman to beat um what's his name? Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall. Hall. Because oh, Josh, remember when Uriah Hall shared that um it was something about like white people are what was it, Kane? You say it. It was like a it was a tweet or sorry, it was like a meme about white people this, white people that. But like I didn't like it. It was it was kind of rude. It was rude. It was very rude. Because the thing like, is, if I, right? Yeah. yeah if, if if like. I, I get it, yeah, some people, white people might do this. But, like, when you say white people this, it's just, like, in generalisation, isn't it? Like, if I said black people this, there will be outrage, you know? Like, that's you why I feel like... Yeah, you shouldn't group together a whole race of people and start making memes about them. It's, it's quite rude, but... And because you're white, you can take the piss out of us. Yeah, and this was before the Costa fight, and all the comments on that video he posted were like, you're going to get fucked up by Costa. And we're so happy he got erased, didn't it? Yeah, he got He's fucking destroyed. Up. You got erased. Right. That's why, you know, people can talk shit about Paulo Costa, but his fighting style is just like, he walks it's forward strange. and he will knock you down, he'll break you. So I kind of like it. Yeah, same. Yeah, man. Apart from the Israel fight. Yeah, that was bad what happened to him. He apparently was drunk in that fight, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah he couldn't sleep, bad. so he had a few bottles of wine. <laughs> that's fucking bollocks. I don't care what anyone says. Nobody is drinking alcohol the night before their biggest night of their life, you yeah, know? He was nervous. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I think Bisming actually said that he, he. I think he got drunk before a fight once, or the night before a fight. But hey, I don't he's know. Bisming talks a lot of shit, so we don't know if that's true. But yeah, he's maybe he is. so he can handle it. Probably. You know what <laughs> fight I always wanted to see? I always wanted to see uh, Michael Bisping versus Wideman. Yes. Oh, they called each other out, didn't they, a few years ago? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it just never happened. I, I think Bisping might have won that. Yeah, same. Like <laughs> KO. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I feel bad for Wideman, man. He kind of... I mean, if he fought Israel, he'd get destroyed. If he fought Polo Costa, he'd get destroyed. If he fought Marvin Vittori, he'd get destroyed. If he fought Robert Whitaker, he'd get destroyed. He kind of has a good space, man. You know? Yeah, he's always been like... He's, he's he's come from the top. He's fallen from grace, and then... He's, he's just tumbling down hill. He's tumbling like yeah. a snowball, not, not stopping, going down, down, down. I feel like like, he, he hasn't been the same since he threw that dodgy spinning back hill against Rockhold, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's when his that career... Kick, yeah. That kick was the beginning of the end. Literally. I feel like, I feel like his problem was that uh, his striking was just not good enough. He's not, he's not super technical. Um, his wrestling is like average. So he's like stuck in his grey zone where he can't out wrestle the top guys or out strike him. So he's like that's very he's true. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. He's, 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 he's got 
Gakare doesn't have the best hands, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. That's, he's a he's a jiu-jitsu guy, isn't he? Originally, yeah, exactly. and and he's old. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, and the thing with Chris Wyden is that you, you could be winning a fight, and like you you were winning against Yoel Merrill, you were winning against Gegard Mousasi, you were winning against even Jackery. But then in the last round, something happens, gets caught or something, then you get stopped. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, what do you? Let's talk about um, of course Jake Paul, the YouTuber. I'm a big fan of Jake Paul, man. Really? Yeah, man. I mean, people are complaining that he's like not fighting a real fire, but boxers don't even fight real fires. So, what, what are they all mad about? You know what I mean, mate, he, if he fought any boxer with like ten amateur fights, he'd probably lose. You know that? I feel like I feel like if any boxer fought any other boxer, they'd probably lose. Another another important point. So another important point is that um, Jake Paul hasn't actually fought at a proper weight class in boxing. Yeah, he makes up his own weight class. Yeah. One hundred ninety pound catch weight is not a proper. It's not a proper weight class. So he fought Ben Askren, who's undersized for him. He fought that Nate Robertson, who's too small as well. So what does Nate that say Robinson about him? His forties, you know that he was like forty-two years old or something, and he had like was broke. He had like 20, 20, 30 pounds on him. You know, this is this is a mismatch. I feel like that Ben that Ben Askren win was legitimate, you know. It was what? It was a good win, Ben Askren. You're joking, right? Because even Askren doesn't have good striking. Man, he's Ben Askren's tough, man. Like you've been in there with Robbie Lawler. Like, what's his name? Lima. Douglas Lima and uh, Yeah, he beat Douglas Lima, the Bellator champ, to be fair. He's, he's been he hasn't been But, but I feel like in, in MMA you, you can like hide, can't you? You can take them down and like you can hide away from the striking aspect. In boxing, there's there's nowhere to hide, you know. Like, I don't know. So we got some auto tune going on. Yeah, we can't hear you, mate. You sound like future. <laughs> You sound like your Travis Scott song. <laughs> oh my god! Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, I think the internet in my house is so bad. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, uh, what, what was I going to talk about? Um, anyway, by um, Jorge trained thingy, didn't he? Jake Paul. Hmm? Jorge Masvidal trained with trained uh, Jake Paul, didn't he? A few times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jake Paul, Paul's good though, man. Like he has power in his hands, man. You can tell he, he has a good technique, and, and uh, <laughs> he, but you can tell he's naturally talented. You know what I mean? Like he, he's got he's got a fun, good fundamentals. You know, I'm watching it. You know. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, he's been he's been put in with the right people. I mean, I think one of his main trainers was um, I think he had BJ Flores, he had Zab Judah, and he had someone else as well. But I'm not sure who it was. But those guys alone. Oh, I think that I don't know if BJ Flores was a champion. I think he's a cruiserweight world champion, but obviously Zab Judah was. Um, I think I believe he was the last uh, undisputed welterweight champ, unified welterweight champ. Or BJ Flores, wow. got, BJ Flores got knocked out by. <laughs> yeah, I remember that Tony Belly fight. It was um, was it a quick two rounder or one rounder yeah, or something? Three rounds. After that, yeah, he, he went to go and fight uh, David Hay. He called out. David yeah, he called out David Hay afterwards. Yeah, the famous call out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So BJ Flores. I'm not sure if he became a world champion. You know, 
I don't really follow the cruiserweight division in boxing. But speaking of boxing, who do you have for Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders? I've got to go with the Brit. Billy Joe, he's my guy, you know. I've, I've been okay. following him for a while and uh, I believe he's the guy. If, if there is anyone to beat Canelo, then he's certainly the guy. But um, I was watching the headlines earlier today and um, I heard something about the Canelo team trying to impose a small ring. They're going to use the smallest ring as possible with a spongy surface to slow, uh, to slow, to slow Saunders down, which uh, obviously isn't good. The Klitschko's tried the same tactics with Fury a few years ago when he won, when he beat Klitschko. But um, it's a bit slime, isn't it? Especially Eddie Hearn backing Canelo instead of the Brit, you know. And it's all, it's all to do with money because Canelo signed a what? A 10-fight deal with his own. Matcham has just signed a nine-figure deal with his own. So they're going to make sure that Canelo wins. He's the golden goose. They're going to pump him out. They're going to make him fight his bullshit, um, bullshit mandatories like Avni Yildirim two months ago. That was ridiculous. Yildirim hadn't fought in two years and they gave him that fight. Eubank got rid of... Eubank Jr. got rid of Yildirim in two, three rounds, wasn't it? Yeah, that, this, this is what I can't understand about boxing. Like In UFC, it's like the best will eventually get to the top. In boxing, like how the fuck is Canelo fighting someone that Eubank destroyed? Even I watched his fight years ago. Eubank destroyed Yildirim. Yildirim, nobody knows who he is. Canelo is, meant, Canelo is meant to be the biggest superstar in boxing right now. And he's fighting nobodies. And like yeah. the whole yeah. thing about the ring as well. Like this is this is why the UFC just doesn't have these kind of problems, you know. Exactly. I don't even get it. It's... Oh, that's what I, I'm starting not to. I'm starting to lose interest in boxing. To be honest, because there's just so much, so much cheating, so much politics. Like we're still talking about AJ versus Fury. Like why hasn't this been made? Like why, why they like not book this fight? Yet, you know? It's because they they want to get. It's going to be one of the biggest heavyweight fights ever, and it's going to happen summer next year, isn't it? Because they just want. And it's going to happen in America. That's how you know boxing is like, it's a sellout, you know? No, it's going to happen in Saudi, you mean? Saudi, right? Saudi, do you reckon? Definitely. Yeah, but what, that'll be UK time, right? Yes, yes, it will. But um, okay, cool. I reckon, well, this is my reasoning as to why it's not happening. Uh, well, COVID obviously has fucked up all the uh, spectators. But also, I believe Fury has two more fights on his... Um, on his uh, contract with Top Rank. And obviously Top Rank want the two fights to be with Joshua because there's a rematch clause. And obviously, let's be honest, I'm a big Fury fan, but he doesn't draw nearly as much as Joshua. Whoever Joshua fights, Britain will stop and watch. Whereas Fury, he's left Britain. He's made Las Vegas his home. <clears throat> yeah. And his last few fights against... Who do you thought last? So Wilder was a big fight. Obviously, Wilder's a big name, but his two fights before then were Otto Valin and um, Tom Schwartz. But they weren't they weren't big fights. They didn't they, they didn't bring lots guy. of money, and they paid about hundred million for a five fight deal with Tyson Fury, and they need the two AJ fights on it because otherwise they're going to lose their money. Mm-hmm. And they're saying fight they want to fight them back to back, fight AJ back to back. But Fury's saying he wants to fight twice this year, so. If the fight isn't happening in the summer, then when is it happening? We, we've been hearing it's ready for months and months and months, and we still haven't heard anything. He's, Fury's out in Vegas training, so's Joshua. They're both training, and we just maybe the announcement will come any any week, any day now. We don't know, but it needs to happen soon enough because this is the biggest fight in boxing. 
the problem is they're holding up the division. Like they've got all the belts. So like guys like Dillian White, Usyk, Joe Joyce, Deontay Wilder, Reed, none of them can like fight for belts because these guys are just holding up the division, man. Like where does Dillian? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. All of them are just they're just stalling out people's careers. Like that's one thing I hate about fighting sometimes. Like people just they act like divas when they get the belt. Like that's why I appreciate. That's why I appreciate Kamara Usman. Like. You can say what you want about him, but he's fighting regularly, man, so that people's careers are not stalled. Mate, he said he want... Kamara Usman said he wanted Kiesa. At 263? Next one? I don't know, but Kiesa's whack. Kiesa's not bad, man. Oh, he's my God. He's only about two fights at World Twitter, isn't he? Kevin Lee, the small Kevin Lee, absolutely put a beating on him. Kevin Lee. That was at like 155, though, so it doesn't yeah, really I don't count. Care. I don't care. Think about it. Like, yes, it's six foot, and when when you have to suck yourself down to that low weight, you, you're going to be weak. You're going to be slower. You're going to be you're going to have less endurance. Um, but Kamara's really yeah. Good. yeah, yeah. I tell you what. Like after that, after his last performance, yeah, I've gained loads of respect for Kamara yeah, Usman. Yeah. I'm actually a big Kamara Usman fan. Like Josh, you yeah, know, exactly. we've we've been, we've been back and forth in the group chat, me slagging off Usman, yeah. but you know what? Yeah, Full yeah. Prop. Ball props. I, I, I was one of those haters, yeah. I was a hater. Now I'm a fan, so I'm Same admitting it. What he did to Masvidal, I'm highly impressed. He, he left ATT, went over to Trevor Whitman to improve himself, and look what he's done. I mean, he's done amazing things. You know, Rose is coached by Trevor Whitman as well. Yep, and Gaethje as well. So this, this is the new thing. Is he a boxing coach? No, uh, MMA coach. MMA. Yeah, and he, yeah, he's got, he owns that company called. Um, Onyx, and uh, they come out with the best gear as well. So not only have they got the best coach, I believe, I think, I don't know if he won coach of the year. I don't know if he won coach of the year last year, but I know he's doing lots of things with his technology and stuff. So he's he's getting better headgear, better gloves, a lot. So they're really benefiting. Obviously, Gaethje was at a cusp of a title. So Gaethje could be there. He, Trevor, Woman, Trevor, Woman could, Trevor Whitman could have three champions by the end of 2021. Who do, you, who do you guys have winning between Charles Oliveira and uh, Michael Chandler? I'm going Chandler all day. Mm. This is a hard it's game. hard to say. It's hard to say, man. I feel like they're both as good as each other. It just depends on who shows up, really. You know? I feel like stylistically, to beat Charles... Uh, to be fair, I, don't, I haven't been following um, uh, Oliveira much, but um, to beat a submission specialist who's quick, slick, you're going to need a a short, stocky guy to chop him down and knock him out. I think, look what he did to Hooker. One shot was all it took. He one shot, then he's down, finish him off. If he lands on Oliveira, Oliveira will, he will cave. And it's, it's not, Oliveira has lost before. So I know he's on a hot streak at the moment, but, you know, he's, he's still the same person. He's on an eight fight win streak. Have you seen, okay, yeah. seen Oliveira versus Kevin Lee? Yeah, he, he choked him out. Oh, was yeah. around four in the guillotine, right? <laughs> He's striking. He's striking it really good, man. Like his pressure was good. Everything was good. That's why. I'm, that's why I'm like so confused about who's gonna win this fight, man. I don't even know. Man. It's, it's hard to say. So hard oh yeah, to one say. thing I want to say is, you know, Jorge Masvidal got hit with the biggest right hand I've ever seen, but he, he got up like he was almost fine afterwards. You know what I mean? Yeah, I saw. I saw that his his, his wheel was like bringing him back to life. Like yeah, that, that was insane. That like, was I don't, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like most people would be out for like five minutes after that. I don't even care. Yeah. But he and and he had an interview and he took pictures with fans afterwards. 
Yeah, I mean, and and he like he conducted himself like a like a like a true warrior, you know. <laughs> he, he, he has that will not to quit, man. And that's what yeah. kept, that's what kept him alive. That's what kept him conscious, even when he got hit like that, man. He just didn't want to. He didn't want to go out. That's yeah, crazy. that's like crazy willpower, man. Like, yeah, I, I honestly think out. Usman might be one of like the greatest welterweights of all time if he if he keeps winning. You know, like, he's nearly there. I don't think he's at the level of GSP yet, but he's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah, he is. If, getting he keeps, there. if he keeps getting knockouts, he's gonna be there. Especially because obviously recency bias is a big thing. Like if we were if we were fans when GSP was around, I wasn't a fan. But if I if I were around, if I was a fan back then, obviously I would know it more. But like Jones, you know, Jones had a big, massive career, like spanning ten years, been champion for a long time. Obviously, he hasn't fought in a while, so we forget about him. But and that's why people call. Well, who is the goat of MMA, Josh? Who do you think that is? I have a very unconventional one, man. People are not going to agree with it, man, but... It's not McGregor, is it? No, it's... Uh, I think Khabib, man. Oh, my God. Oh. As, as, as much as... Man, honestly, I was watching him this morning. I was just... I, mean, I was watching him. I was like, man, this guy is like crazy, man. You know? um, mate, Jones is definitely a goat. I don't even... Like, you can't even dispute that. I'm sorry. I, I think Jones, or in my opinion, Jones... Khabib, man. I have one or two, man. You know what I mean? Uh, I think there's more than one. More than one greatest of all time. I think. Nah, Khabib's good, but like, I feel like wrestling is nowhere near as like, like, like striking so much more like. I feel like. I feel like. Sound friendly. Like, yeah, and it's more risky, isn't it? If you're throwing kicks and punches, you're more likely to get knocked out. If you're laying on top of someone, you ain't really like. It's, it's not even. It's not even the wrestling. It's like when Khabib was wrestling. When Khabib fought Justin Ga- Gaethje, is a very good wrestler. I mean, just the way Khabib dominated him on the ground was just. It Khabib outstruck him as well. Khabib, exactly like, and the way he outstruck, it, the way he out wrestled him was like insane, man. Like even when he got mount, you see the way he controlled him. You see how Gaethje yeah. moved. Gaethje wasn't usually when someone takes someone down into mount, right? They're moving like trying to get him off him. Gaethje. Couldn't even move. Like you, you, you know the amount of strength you have to have to be able to do a maneuver like that, man. Like people who are not, who have never trained grappling before, would never understand, like, never understand the level of control that Khabib must have had just to keep Gaethje still, man. Like Gaethje's strong as hell, man. Yeah, I remember watching that fight and just thinking, like, I remember the takedown happened, then the submission, and then he literally just. Like slumped him over. He was out, wasn't he? Like I was like, oh my god, like that was too quick. Yeah, he, he got full mount. Then he went into triangle from full mount. That's that's high level in itself. In itself, very high level. No, it was armbar first, wasn't it? He, he, he got. Oh, I don't know. He, he had the triangle set up, but then he yeah. went over and then completed the triangle from bottom position. He was going for a mounted triangle, but. Sometimes it's easier to get the triangle from the bottom position than it is from yeah. the top position. Like I think he, he said that. Over. He didn't want to break Gaethje's arm in front of his parents or something like that. No, he had the armbar in the first round. Yeah, 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 that was it. Oh, yes, yes, I remember that, yeah. And um, obviously, I think Gaethje Gaethje tapped and then he went out. So the ref didn't stop it in time. But let's be honest, getting getting choked out isn't as bad as being knocked out, of course. But nowhere near as bad. But just the level level of dominance that could be had. Yeah, I agree, actually. In in terms of dominance, I I definitely... Sorry, go on. I don't think we're going to see that for a long time, man. 
No, that's true. What about that? Um, I mean, yeah, in terms of dominance, I'd say Khabib is the GOAT, but overall, I think I'd have to give my GOAT to... It's got to be John Jones, hasn't it? I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have I to say it. Like, he's fought killers, like... He's fought he right he's, Yeah, he's, he's fought everyone. everyone. He's fought guys which are just like... If you see him on the street, you're never going to mess with him, you know? Like, some actual killers out there. See, I would actually agree with you, actually. I, I, I was just thinking recently... Maybe it's because I watched Khabib today. Yeah, I agree with you. John Jones is uh, uh, the greatest, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Who do you have winning the as they fight? I got a back front. Uh, sorry, Jones. Still, Jones. he's my goat. I think Jones I will like, win. Yeah. I, I feel like people made the mistake of coming underweight against Parker. Oh yeah, I agree. You know, do you hear about Stipe? Yeah, he said he said he's going to put on uh, twenty pounds for his. He wants a he wants a trilogy fight of Ngani. You said you came in about 220 in this fight. I was like, what? Crazy. <laughs> You're coming in at 220, man. Like, yeah, I think that was just... He said he didn't try to, like, come in light. He said that he was just overtraining, so he lost weight. Yeah, man. But Ngani just... I don't know, man. I mean, when Stipe had that first... Shot that first takedown, and Ngani just stopped it. Like, nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah well, when Ngani spun that takedown... And got uh, Stipe's back. I knew it, it was a bad night for Stipe. I knew it was over. See, and that's why I think someone like Khabib is special because if Khabib gets anybody's legs, like, it doesn't matter who he's fighting, taking it out. Yeah, I think for fighters, like it's so because obviously if you're a champ, you feel like you're the king. You know, like it's so hard for fighters to retire on top, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like, I just think I think uh, Cejudo is going to make a comeback eventually. The ring, well, the Oscar, gone. There's been more and more time. It becomes more and more irrelevant with time. So, yeah, like, there's only a certain amount of time you can talk shit on Twitter before like people stop taking you seriously. So, I think bantamweight is where it's at. A flyweight, male flyweight. They've got. I mean, he, he could he could go back to flyweight, but he could go back to bantamweight. bantamweight. Bigger fights at bantamweight. In my opinion, I reckon he should go back, win the flyweight title, then move up again. Just, just for, just no, for. He, uh, said, he said he wanted a hundred and forty-five pound title, didn't he? Volkanovski, yeah. <laughs> Volkanovski eating alive, yeah. Yeah, he's too thick. But imagine if it's um, imagine if Holloway regains the title. Imagine Holloway versus Henry Tudo. Holloway is what five eleven. Tudo is what five four, five three. So. So didn't didn't Cejudo said like oh in the most respectful way, he said that he reckoned he could uh fought, like do all right with Max Holloway, didn't he? Jeez, he said that, but like he he made sure to be respectful because everyone loves Max Holloway. No. Okay, well, what do we think about um uh Peter Yan and uh Aljamain Sterling? I don't know what to think about that, man. I'm just waiting for the rematch. I right, speak up, Josh. I'm just waiting for the rematch. Yeah, what do you think about the first fight? Uh, I mean, Aljamain started really well, and then he started to fade. Uh, Peter Yan, man, aura is just so intimidating. Like, you're hitting him, and he doesn't show any sign of getting hurt. He doesn't show any sign of getting tired. You never, you never see any ounce of concern on his face. He's just, he's just there. You know what I mean? I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, but did you see the way, like, Aljamain, like... Well, I don't know. I'm not a fighter, so I can't really say much. But 
if if like I feel like if I got if I won by disqualification, I wouldn't even put the belt around me. You know, I would have thrown it away or something, or hand. He should have handed it to Peter Yan. You know, that's what everyone said. Man. You know what I mean? I just feel like, and, and even then, he released pictures from like he had like a little celebration with his family, and he they, they were like wearing the belt, taking pictures. Like that's karma. Like he might only win the belt through disqualification. He might never actually win the belt fair and square. I think Aljamain, I mean, he was crying afterwards because he was pretty sad about how it ended. But uh, I think it was mostly Petty Yan's fault. He should have needed, needed him in the head when his hand was down. Like, he disobeyed the rules. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, he went down, like, like on purpose. Like, he, put, he, dropped his, he dropped down to, like, in real life, if you drop down to your knees, you're going to get knees in the head, isn't it? Yeah, but even in real life, Aljamain could have had a gun and killed Petty Yan. Oh, God. You know what I mean? In real life, like, you, think, you think you're gonna be fist fighting some guy with your underwear in real life? No, no. I mean, like, let's let's go Pride rules. If we we're in Pride, that would have been legal, and it would, the fight would have been over. Peter Yan's the winner. Yeah, but even in one FC, it's the same. But, yeah, in one FC. But then you, you could say, but it's UFC, man. Like you could you could you could also say like if, if JFK's head was one centimeter to the left, you'd still be alive. Like, but it's UFC's rule, man. You know. What no, mean? but the, loads of people think that they should get rid of that rule because putting one knee down tactically to avoid a knee, it's just like I don't get it. It's not real. It's not real combat, and UFC is meant to be the realest combat sport out there. You know, it's meant to be raw combat. I think the rules okay, man. I, I just think Petty Anthony just. I think it was. I think it was his. Yeah, Josh, we can't hear you, mate. I think you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, was, Josh. When we when we when you listen to this back, you'll realise, isn't it? How is it? Oh. Yeah, um, your volume's like literally half to half as ours. Less than half. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tenth. Yeah. Hear me. <laughs> Yeah, the same as usual. Oh, okay, right. are, are you talking like really quietly? Uh, no, I'm actually speaking quite loud. I'm going to get a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. Anyway, man, this is... I've got one non-news non related, non-MMA boxing related story, man. Uh, yeah, sure, go for it. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard, but on the news, uh, there was this kid, right, who... Uh, um, shit, he... Uh, no, Josh, I literally can't hear you. Dylan, every time you speak, it hurts my ear because I'm holding it so close to my ear. Yeah, same. Can you hear me now? <laughs> hello, 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 hello? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. Um, this is, this, there was this kid uh, who... Um, basically, he drowned because he tried to save someone in a River Thames, right? Yeah. Um, yeah midnight. He's trying to be a superhero, whatever. But um, my question for you, right, is should you try and save someone, man? Well, I'll say this, this actually. Sorry. Funnily enough, we were, um, me, Dylan, and our mother, we were actually discussing this uh, yesterday, and all three of us had the same answer. And all three of us come from swimming backgrounds. I used to swim uh, competitively for well over 10 years, as did, as did Dylan. And our mum's a swim teacher, so we're all like very, very experienced swimmers. I can swim in any water pretty much, but we all, came, we all concluded and came to the same answer, and that was no. You wouldn't catch me jumping off a bridge into the Thames, or I don't know how, how it folded, how it unfolded, but... No, but rivers, rivers are so much more dangerous because like you get, there's like, I'm pretty sure, that, are there like rapids in the Thames? Like when there's like different yeah, areas are. of depth, 
of different depths. Like the water currents could go down, can't they? Like underwater. Yeah. Did he get like ripped up and sucked and sucked underneath or something? Well, they just found his body the next day, so something must have happened. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, like rivers. I'll just never. Rivers are just something you should avoid in general because. Yeah, you can swim all right, but not when the current's pushing you 20 miles this way, 20 miles an hour this way, you know? Like, fair place to be The cold water as well. Sorry, go on, finish today. Sorry. Yeah, no, the cold water is a big thing as well. He probably jumped, because right now, it might be like, what, 15 degrees outside. You might think that's warm, or it might be like 18, 19 degrees. But that water's probably a few degrees, like, above freezing. So he probably jumped in there, took a deep breath, and I, I don't know, I can't say, but cold water kills, isn't it? That's all I gotta say. Yeah, man. I, was, I was really thinking about the story, man, because I was just like, I thought, I'm like, why would you do that, man? And the kid was, what, 20 years old? Like, I don't know. And apparently, the lady uh, jumped in and she survived, but he didn't. So it's like, I don't know, man. I just feel like uh, in society, man, you shouldn't. I feel like people should stop being superheroes. Man. Like, if someone jumps in the river, don't go and save them, man. Do you think? What do you think about that? Like, do you think you should like help people or just leave them, just let them be, especially if they're an adult? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we all. It's all. It, if everyone thinks about, oh, it'd be great to be a hero, but at the end of the day, once you're gone, you're gone. You know what I mean? Like, you, you got to rely on your family, and you got to. Uh, Got to exactly, and of course, this, this is so sad for this guy and his family. And uh, I wonder what his family thinks. They must be thinking, "Oh, I wish he hadn't have done it." But I don't know. I don't know his experience with swimming, or apparently, his experience with outdoor swimming, or anything. Apparently, he was a strong swimmer, but obviously, swimming in a pool is a lot different to swimming in the River Thames. Exactly. And I mean, yeah, I mean. I mean, yeah, you, you wouldn't catch me jumping into the Thames because it's just, it's so dark. I, was it night time? I don't know. If it was at night time, definitely don't do it. Right. It was at night. Exactly. So, you know, what? One, one wrong thing, you get swept off. And let's be honest, if, if, would you sit in a cold bath for 45 minutes? No, you wouldn't because the second you get into cold water, you, you start breathing heavily, your muscles your stop muscles. working, you start panicking, no one can see you. And then next thing you know, you're underwater and you're done. It, it's that quickly and yeah. Yeah, I mean, sad, isn't it? I feel like I feel like he just watched one too many superhero movies and tried to before he fought Hamburg, be famous by saying this person. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, just, I feel like he shouldn't have done that, man. You know I mean? No, I definitely shouldn't have. I mean, you got to think about yourself. I mean, it sounds selfish, but but yeah, you got to think about yourself in these kind of life or death situations. I mean, yeah, he's been he's been nominated for the like some. Was it a bravery award or something? Yeah, but he yeah. don't mean nothing. Like, he's not even around. Sadly, the, the guy's dead. Yeah, you can't bring him back. It's just pointless. It don't mean nothing. Yeah. Are they going to give his family any money? Is, is that woman going to turn up to his funeral? Probably not. So... She's probably still got her mental health issues or whatever she's going through. Exactly. We don't know if she tried to kill herself or if she fell because initially it was reported that she fell and then some people are saying she killed us. She tried to kill herself, but it's the deal. You can't you can't fall off the bridge. I, I don't, well, where did she jump from? I don't even know, man. Like, like it's not easy to jump off. London. It's not easy to fall off a bridge, is it? Exactly. And nobody nobody falls off a bridge, especially when you're an adult. You know what I mean? Exactly. 
a, a kid maybe because you know how kids are right just do yeah they like to stand on the edge and hang yeah, over exactly. and all that 12 midnight no man she's trying to trying to do something <clears> crazy <throat> man you know but anyway man I think that's that's it man that's it for today man you know I mean? I yeah, I mean, we did pretty well there. 45 minutes went by like no time, didn't it? I mean, that, that was good. That was good. Yeah. I mean, let, let's definitely get some decent mics and then we yeah, can we'll actually... Get, we'll get Nabil on, yeah? And Adam, yeah. maybe. Well, Adam don't know nothing about UFC, so we'll see, but... We'll just do normal... If we if we have Adam, we'll just do like a topic everyone can relate and, But what yeah. we need, right, we need... um. If we get a Google Doc Google Doc share, we can share it to each other and um, we can have a, a certain set of points... And because obviously we've got to stay on script and have to yeah, each week. And a few times yeah, got like we've gone off point and I've forgotten about what I was going to say. Exactly. Get a pen and paper as well, write stuff down. And uh, maybe there'll be a moderator. One of us like steers it back on. Have you seen, um, <laughs> do you follow Michael Bisping? Believe you me. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I've seen a few clips here and there. Yeah, like, he's, he's I, I watch it every week, innit? It's twice yeah. a week. I watch it every he's week. One of and, the um, best. Yeah, it's so funny. And but they, one thing they always do, they have um their producer steers it back on course. They always steer it back on course because obviously it goes off on tangents. They have their laugh, but yeah, we got to have a. They always have a few notes that they that they refer to. So I think what we got to do is like talk about upcoming UFC, upcoming boxing, some sort of controversies and news, and uh, maybe some current events. You know. Yeah. That was pretty good, isn't it? We need to think, well, Josh, it was your idea. Throw us some ideas for names and then we can work off it and we can figure it out. Yeah? Yeah, man. Yeah, boy. Anyway, man. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later, man. I've got to go to the gym real quick, man. Yeah, cool. <laughs> See nice. ya. Cool. See you in a bit, mate. In a bit. See you.